we got another day of NBA action. And with FanDuel, every night is a watch party. So it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. So, what's the move tonight, gang? You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Woohoo! We're heating up, fam. Bet all the stars with all your friends and make every moment more only on FanDuel. New customers bet $5, get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every moment more with FanDuel. One plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non withdrawable bonus vest that expires seven days after receipt. See full terms at fanduel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Yes or no? Did you ever take banned substances to enhance your cycling performance? Yes. I had no prior knowledge of the planned assault on Nancy Kerrigan. I am deeply sorry for my irresponsible and selfish behavior I engaged in. It's Oops the Podcast. Hi, I'm Francis. He's <laughs> Julio. That's funny, dude. You remind me of, of one of my friends I know who's a girl who goes, hi. Oh. Hi, oh my god. She shows up and goes, Hi, and she goes, You have no idea what happened. Like, literally, it's so crazy. Like, you know, you know how crazy I am. Like, literally, like, I got in the Uber, my Uber driver wouldn't let me bring a dog, but like, I told him that I had a dog, and he was like an emotional, smart animal, so like, it was fine, but like, he was still such a dag. And like, <laughs> I got wasted. Like, woo, I show up. I'm like, Jesus Christ, dude. <laughs> she sounds like a handful. She is a handful. She sounds like a god handful. bless her. So, <laughs> <laughs> boy, so, oh boy. Here's the thing I was thinking about. Boy, oh boy. Here's the thing I was thinking about. Yeah. Mustaches. Mm. Have you noticed that, okay, so in the, whatever, 80s, if you look at old pictures, especially of, of workplaces, mm-hmm. like a company, full company picture, boy, a lot of those guys have mustaches. Right. They're 70s, named Tom and 80s. have mustaches. Yeah. Hey, right. Tom. 1970s, 90 days, the mustache was considered a very manly ornament. Mm-hmm. It was sexy. Right, right. It was stylish. I wonder who, if there was like a pop icon that made that the case. The guy from, you know, Knight Rider. Really? Um, Selleck? Selleck. Really? For sure. Interesting. I think he, to me, that's what, who comes to mind when I think of sexy man mustache. Right. Now. Mustaches died out. They really went away in the, I don't know, maybe still, the 90s, I feel like they're 2000s. still big. They're like more niche now. But here's the thing, right? Now, young men grow them ironically. Right. Like the hipster community, there's a big mustache contingent. Guys will grow them for Movember that and too. then keep them going. Right. Or and I'm big talking, in the gay community too. Interesting. I'm talking just a mustache. Right. No Nothing other fail. Just right? like clean shaven with a bushy fucking mustache. Right. And seeing a guy in his 20s with a full blown mustache is funny. Right. And it's it's funny to them. And here's <laughs> here's what's not funny. Yeah. Right. My girlfriend made this point. She was like, why do you guys do this? They grow something on their face that makes them look worse. <laughs> because it makes them laugh. Think about this. No woman would ever do that. 
Yeah, that's true. No woman would ever be like, maybe this month I'll just grow a unibrow because it's it reminds me of a different time. <laughs> you November. Yeah. And and then and and would would we put up with that? Like would my girlfriend my girlfriend would put up with me wearing a mustache. <laughs> but she wouldn't like it. Right. And I'd right. be like, I don't care. You know, I'm doing it ironically. I think it's funny. <laughs> I'm making myself worse. That's I'm hilarious. making myself look worse. For your, you know, t- to your detriment, t- you're going to have to deal with being less attracted to me. Right, 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 right. So that I can amuse myself. Uh, dude. What like, a distinctly male thing to do. It's a very interesting thing. You're right, though. Like, the, dude, the stash is only around in very specific circumstances. Like, I feel like a lot of young dads have mustaches for some reason. Mm-hmm. Like a dad who has a baby who's younger than a year. Right. Like, will have a mustache for some reason. And I look at all, even... My dad had one when I was. A bunch of my friends' dads did. My friend currently who has a young kid had a mustache. Right. And like, that's insane. Or it's like a person who's an upscale bartender. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. someone who has all those things. That, oh, shit. Sorry. I'm knocking the mic over. Somebody who has all those things, they're pouring into the thing yeah. that like, ha- they, they have like a label on it for yeah. whatever the fuck. And then they Cordials. like, they do this, they go, and then they do. Yeah. Like there's something about that shaking that just makes women turned on. Yeah, and if you have a it's, mustache and the mustache, dances. forget about it. it yeah. Like it really uh, intensifies the thing to the point where I'm like, dude, stop hitting on my girlfriend. I'll do this. <laughs> yeah, you don't need to do that. No, you don't. There's another way to mix a drink for Fuck sure. Mixologist, my ass, dude. I AKA do... high school dropout. Yeah, who's using like, a, stop hitting um, on my girlfriend? I like when they have the you know the little eye droppers and they're taking oh, yeah. their get they get down to the glass yeah. to look make sure. And then and they the, measure it, and then a long spoon. Yeah, little tonic, a little meddler, a <laughs> mortar and pestle. Yeah. Whatever the hell it's called. Yeah, yeah. I like that though. I I do like a really good cocktail. I do too. You know, if you charge me eighteen dollars for a cocktail, and then you put as much work into it as you would to make a pizza, I am gonna think it's a better cocktail. Yeah, truly, and which is so so different than the eighteen dollar cocktail at like the average nightclub, right? Where just even being at the bar is a force. Mm-hmm. Like if you can't afford the bottle service, like don't pack yourself into that shitty Forget club yeah. buying eighteen dollar vodka sodas that are watered down. What is the equivalent of what the mustache that, for women? The equivalent of the mustache for women. But Francis just did a very distinct pack. Well, I wanted to not forget it. that that point. I wanted to okay, say sorry. like I wanted sorry your opinion on this. What is the equivalent mustache for women? Hairy armpits? No. I don't agree. Want to know why I think so? Oh, this let me explain myself, and then feel free to you know say what you got to say. By the way, I just shot your point down. No, no, no that's, fine. that's wrong. No, but this no, no, it's fine. It's fine. You, of course, that's, objective. That's the point of this. Mm-hmm. Um, but hairy armpits, I can tolerate. They're not necessarily my favorite. They can look nice, but like if it's too hairy, like I'm not into that. But I'm not gonna like break up with you over it. Right. You know what I mean? Yes. Yes. What do you think? Well. That is an interesting point, which is if all women uniformly decided to start growing their armpit hair, Mm -hmm. I would have no problem with it. Right. It's only the fact that I'm not used to it Mm -hmm. that makes me think, oh, that's unusual and unkempt. Mm -hmm. And there's something interesting about it, too, because it's a thing that's not going to help your cause. But if you're really hot... And you have hairy armpits, like that's potential W. But if you're like, what? You're really? If you're like sort of hot and you have hairy armpits, like maybe it hurts you. 
you don't I don't see too many girls with hairy armpits. Honestly, to be honest, honestly to be honest, but dude, like in the same circles of the ironic mustache, I might see the hairy armpitted girl. Okay. Like the hipster couple. But I still don't think that hairy armpits are the equivalent because the the, the hairy armpit is not a you don't flaunt an armpit. True. You don't wear a hairy armpit. That's true. The unibrow was a good was a good comparison, especially now that there's unibrowed female models. Are there? Yeah, there's a couple of girls with huge Instagrams that have like a full on Anthony Davis. Anthony unibrow. Davis, Instagram model. So I don't. That's 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 a good one that you brought up. What what it comes to mind for you? I don't know. Hmm? I don't know what the equivalent would be for a woman who if we understand our if we're saying that a mustache is something that a man a young man today might grow for some combination of nostalgia irony and humor right because there are some guys who who grow it unironically and say like i actually think i look good with a mustache and that may be be that may be true yeah that may be true and i'm not counting those guys okay i'm talking about guys who grew it for Movember and was like it's for a good cause i'm gonna suck it up and then kept it going and they were like i've grown to like it it's fun and fucking ridiculous those guys right what is the equivalent for a girl who would do something for a charitable cause grow something or wear something for a charitable cause where everyone was like yeah under normal circumstances you would never go out looking like that but we're gonna give you a pass and then she keeps it going i was gonna say like really really long hair that you then donate but like that's not that it's not as jarring i just i can't even tell i don't think there is one i don't think that there is one for women and it is a credit to them that they put up with guys who fucking do this. Are there girls out there who are really into mustaches? It's it's got to be like a small percentage. I think some are, yeah. Which is interesting, you know. It's like the idea of master. It's almost like the idea of mastery, where like Matt, the whole master of none concept. Like if you know a little bit of everything, like mm. if you're just a regular ass guy, maybe you're not maximizing your full potential. But by being a guy with a sick mustache. You've unlocked a group of girls who are really into you. Yeah, interesting. Interesting. I feel like you're also pushing away a bunch, no? What? What do you mean? Yeah, he, he he's you're turning a lot of women off. No, definitely. Definitely. You're playing yourself out of a bigger portion of potential mates mm-hmm. than you are attracting right. that niche. Well, that's interesting. Let's know what you think about stashes. This makes me realize though that my whole life, I have propelled myself in an, like towards the broadest swath of attractiveness. Mm, which that is... I have followed tropes that were very universal. Mm-hmm. Right, because you talk about things that only specific groups of women are attracted to. Mm-hmm. For me, everything that I've done and followed has been to be appealing to the broadest group. Right. So you know, staying in shape. And keeping clean shaven. I'm a pretty basic guy. I'm pretty down the middle. Right, right. And now I wonder, like, what if I had done something offbeat? What kind of women might I have met? Here's the thing about the offbeat move. Sometimes the offbeat move is because you can't do the mainstream move. True. And you're just a guy who doesn't got it. But you find ways to kind of circumvent that. Right. And I think that for you, you know, you like you said, you're hot, you're, you're, 
I was going to say tall, and sometimes somehow that came out as me saying hot. You're hot. Well, I appreciate you're hot. it. No, stick with um, hot. But do you know, yeah. yeah, like, you know, you're in good shape. You're tall. Like, you know, whatever. You fit the boxes for the thing that a girl wants on paper. You know what I mean? Right. I'm good on paper. Yeah. You're good on paper. Good on paper. No, you're also good in practice, dude. But, you know, also good on paper, <laughs> which is the ideal scenario. <laughs> you know? I have a good baseball card. <laughs> yeah. I have a good on-base percentage. OBP. Yeah. Dude, all right, what about this? This is uh a different this is a to pivot a little bit, but I was thinking about this the other day. My dad did my taxes for me. Right. Wow. And I tried to hire an accountant. So my my taxes were a little more complicated this year. Granted, COVID happened, the deadline gets pushed back. It wasn't as appealing of a scenario anymore to just send my shit to someone I've never met or never really talked to just by email. So my dad's like, Well, don't spend money. He's like, Let me do it. So I'm like, Okay, I let him do it, right? So I'm supposed to be getting th- a couple thousand dollars back from the state. I'm like, Oh, great. And then I get a letter that's like, hey, sorry, you actually owe $1,000. My dad just completely fucked up my tax. And it's an interesting point because he was really, he really well-intentioned and it's true he was saving me money and he pushed for it. And then he took it on and fucked it up. And it's a really conflicting situation because I want to be annoyed at him. But also it was so nice of him to take the time to do my, I'm a man. Would you go so far as to ask him to pay the $1,000? No. That's that's my that's on me. Yeah, you know what I mean. I, because because he didn't he didn't fuck it up to the extent that the government ended up charging you more. Do you see it that way? No, I mean they well well they didn't end up charging me more. But if I had used an accountant and paid the two hundred fifty dollars net, I would probably owe much less. You think? You know, there's this there's this idea that there are magical accountants who somehow can find ways and loopholes around paying, you know, to get you to pay the least. Mm -hmm. I don't know how true that is. At some point it's the law. I understand, but I don't know that it's a magic accountant as much as it is a person in your field who, who knows it, who understands the law in a way that's advantageous to you. All right. Sure. So I think what it, for me, what it comes down to is there are some accountants who are willing to cut more corners than others. Mm-hmm. And will say that, oh, that dry cleaning bill relates to the clothes that you had to wear on stage. Therefore, you can write it off. You mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. Uh, uh, whereas some people are going to be like, well, you can't really do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, but but dude, the, the, I think the point the point is. Have you ever found yourself in a situation where by. When someone's like, trust me, I got it. And by trusting that they got it, you end yeah. up fucking yourself over. Dude, absolutely. Even though they were being And helpful. I've also been that guy. <laughs> and that is what really sucks. <laughs> when you present total confidence on an issue and you lead a group of people by having taken the reins, by being the vocal leader, and then you fuck everyone over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that is awful. I know. Because they will lose then 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 what? Then you have to be a backseat guy for for a long period of time. Right. No you good have deed lost goes your unpunished. Credibility instantly. Absolutely. And it really comes to fruition with directions, I find. When you're driving or you're telling people where to go. Oh, and you're like, I and got you're it. like, I got it, guys. Don't don't look yeah. it up, you know. And then <laughs> and then you end up and not in the place. Right, right, right. Dude, and, you're like, and then you're like, I really thought, really thought it was there. I know. Yeah, I know. No, I I I'm with you. Um, but to your question, which is, you know, 
what do you do about that? You just have to let it go. You have to let your dad off the hook. And I did. That's the only move yeah. in that situation. Even though now, if he asks you if he can do your taxes again, you um, yeah. you might have to have an honest conversation. Yeah, I think I've officially relieved him of duty. Good. Yeah. Even though you know, thank again, it's a pain in the ass to do taxes. So I appreciate yeah. it, but I don't want to sound like a fucking unappreciative brat. Right. But. Right. Guys, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, fill in the blanks here. If I were in a concert right now and I said, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, I'd then turn the microphone to all of you sitting in the stadium and you would all yell, Anchor, Anchor. And then you'd say, go to anchor.fm to download the software where you could host your very own podcast, see all the best analytics. You could see it in a way that was really user friendly and nice and not too technical and industry jargony. It's a way that any person can look at it and be like, ooh, that's pretty. And also it's our podcast. And you, there's no minimum listenership required to advertise and monetize. So you can immediately have ads when you hit the ground running. It's really exciting, really spectacular. If you want to start your very own podcast, anchor.fm, download it now. How do you feel about an email? Let's check it out. Should we do Let's it? see what we got, dude. Okay, we got a decent one here. Um, this is titled Dating Apps, Felony Charges, and Expunction. Expunction? Expunction, which I think is potentially liberty like cross between expulsion and... Expunge? Expunging. Yeah, yeah. yeah, okay. Hey, boys, it's your girl. Love it. I um, love it's our girl. Let's see. <laughs> she goes, I'm hitting the dating apps for the first time ever. I matched with a cute guy right off the bat. We talked regularly for about a week and then decided to meet up for dinner. No red flags have been apparent up to this point, but as a woman, I feel it necessary to give guys a quick Google search before meeting them. Or It's fair. And uh, three doozy charges pop up he never mentioned. Sexual assault of a minor, felony domestic abuse, and false imprisonment. Yeah, well, I wonder why he didn't mention them. <laughs> uh, I foolishly wanted to give him a chance to tell his side God. and not just write him off. And I he acted, know. capital letters, so chill about the whole thing. Even threw in a few emojis and lols. Said the minor charge was from when he was 20. Police reports at 21. And he had a thing with a 17-year-old. Police reports said 16. Uh, and the dad found out and called the cops. Then on the uh, DV slash false imprisonment charge, he said that the neighbors heard them yelling and called the cops. And since they were there, they had to arrest someone. They had to arrest someone, quote. Even added, I hope you don't think badly of me. He told me both cases got dismissed, which I did verify, and that he was working to get them expunged. So I told him it was a lot to process and I have more questions. Not sure why I was even giving him the opportunity. Um, but he responds, ha ha, not looking to discuss it at all, TBH. Not right now anyway. Uh, for clarification purposes, he's only 23 and these charges were in 118 and 1118. Awesome first few days of online dating. Anyway, uh, this brings up the question, do you guys think people should be able to expunge things from their record? I think you can expunge things from your record. Mm -hmm. but that, is, that is a good point, I guess, when it comes to dating and stuff. In what instances should it be okay, not okay? I think there are clear laws about this. Um, I haven't done super extensive research, but it looks like he can get rid of both the convictions. I ask because I'm a female. I'm dependent on those uh, records being public for me to know and to keep me safe, even if they were dismissed as sponged. Totally. Which is very fair. I didn't even know expunging was a thing. Maybe I'm just out of the loop. Who knows? And just to be clear, I'm not going to dinner and blocked his number. I'll be excited to see if this gets brought up. What a wild ride. Love you guys. Favorite podcast. Thank you. Um, what do you think? Okay, I think that, and and I and this is idealistic, but I think that our penal code is structured in such a way that if your record 
or marks on your record get expunged, it's not done lightly. Meaning it will either take an, a long period of time where you've really proven to behaving to behave well or or you've rehabilitated or you know you're not continuing to exhibit a pattern of behavior that you know maybe it shows that the, the thing you did was a one-off and not indicative of who you are right it's just a mistake and in that sense yeah i, I do think people deserve to, uh, to start fresh right right and i think that you know if you do get I, I hope that if you do get something struck from your record expunged from your record that you deserved to have it wiped away right do you know what i mean yes because yes. i i don't think Certain that, things shouldn't be exposed. No, and, and I don't think like sexual assault or certainly anything with a minor, I don't think those things get expunged. So they, this is the question, though. He was never convicted. The charges were dismissed. Did she say they were felonies or not? Because that's the thing that sucks is like if the charges end up getting dismissed, that's a completely different thing also. Right. Because like that means he didn't do it. Well, it doesn't well, necessarily. It doesn't. It, doesn't. You're it right. just could mean that the, the, the victims or... didn't want to move forward. And there's potentially unfair ambiguity in that also. Right. Okay. So, all right. The, the, the question is, should people who are dating, you know, be able to know or find out about the criminal history of the person they're seeing? Right. And, and the answer is yes. They should. Absolutely. The answer is yes. Um, and I would say to this girl who said she's new to the dating apps, there are enough law abiding men out there that you don't have to fucking see this guy again. Right. I'm sorry. Like this guy is, you know, I'm not, maybe, maybe he made, made mistakes. Maybe he is, you know, we shouldn't discredit him, but for me, it's like, he should be dating women with criminal histories. (laughs) You know, like there are plenty of women who have done bad shit and (laughs) there should be a dating app like former felons meet. Dude, that is hilarious. You know, like you, you, if you want to fucking, you're going to be that guy who, who's false imprisonment. Isn't that almost kidnapping? Dude, that's how we should make that app, dude. Felonification. Yeah. Right. So, better names, you know, you know, if you want to give them a shot, if you have that big of a heart. Hilarious. Give him a shot, and unless on that first date he comes to you and blows you away by being, you know, some guy, I, I, I don't see a reason to have to risk it. Yeah, no, unfortunately. And dude, I think that, you know, as, as a former, you know, person who's gone through, as, as an expunctee, <laughs> yeah. to fully, uh, you know, to, to build off of the made-up words that she was using, um... I think that I'll explain how the expungement process goes. It took me a year. I was on probation for a year. And what you don't have to tell misdemeanor us charges, three years, arson. This was the <laughs> this is the fire. fire. Yeah, that's the only time I've gotten arrested. The arson. There was illegal use of fireworks, and there was another charge that I don't remember. Right, but let me pause you for a second. Please, please. You go on a first date with a girl, and you explain what those were. Right, it's funny. She's not gonna. She's not gonna be fearful. Totally. It's like it fully you adds fire up. On, you lit a field on fire with fireworks. It's like, well, okay, I'm not gonna go on a date with him on the Fourth of July. <laughs> <laughs> like, stay away from him one day of the year, maybe New Year's Eve. <laughs> then, other than that, you're fine. <laughs> 
That's very funny, dude. You're right, though. And also, my story fully adds up. Right. Like, who knows? Like, these kind of domestic abuse things, those are, like, not ideal yeah, that, things that to That reflects saying. somebody who you should not be dating. <laughs> that is relevant to getting into a relationship with someone. Right. It is. You're right. You're right. You know. It's if, just tough. Yeah. So, but but sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, you didn't. You didn't. I'm, I'm just saying, but I think that's pretty much all I had to say. So it took a while. It took, took me, a year for was, those three misdemeanors to be exposed. I had three court dates that I had to go to over the phone. Like it was a huge, obvious pain in the ass, which I deserve for being a moron and almost destroying this fucking town. Um, but yeah, so I, th- I believe my thing's expunged now, but it was a bit of a, um, of a process. Mm-hmm. It seems like it's taking him longer, but it also seems like his charges are much more serious potentially. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, you know, some of those crimes, if that's what they were, you, you have to wonder, well, why didn't he go to jail? Like, why isn't he in jail? And if he's not in jail, it may be because he was allowed to be out, provided that he's his record remains. Right, right. So that people can be aware of it. I mean, the whole point of the sex offenders registry is to keep people aware that those people are have not to be meant left around children or like you got to know what you're getting yourself into if you're gonna date them and you know i do think like people getting put on the sex offenders registry if they're caught peeing in the near a school or something like yeah okay there are some exceptions like that's extreme but But that seems like you should be able to get yourself out of. i bet you that yeah i bet you that gets taken off who knows right um, I generally think that when it comes to dating, uh, the criminal records that you see should be either easily explainable, right? And you either are going to like, you're going to buy the explanation or not, or, or, fa- or they're fair. Right. Right. You know what I mean? Yes, of course. Like my, I have a clear and logical explanation as to how my thing was stupid right. and not a threat to her in any way. Or our potential future together. Right. And so I also think that if you're on the dating apps, uh, doing a Google search of the person, if you match with them and are planning to see them, is a very good idea. In fact, a necessity. Because nobody is putting, you know, beneath their height and their the fact that they love the new Taylor Swift album, <laughs> nobody's putting also, you know... Felon. <laughs> working on my false imprisonment charge and like... <laughs> You know, I lit a fire, uh, a field on fire. But how do you get the last name? I'm wondering. Like, maybe they friended each other on Facebook. Because in most dating apps, isn't just the first name. And I guess maybe their Instagram's usually like, I guess there's ways you can Usually you can figure it out. Yeah. 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 That's crazy, man. Because it'll have their school, and then you can do a back search. Right, that right, stuff. right, right. Well, Fascinating. Good for you for doing your due diligence. Would you date a girl with a criminal record? And what would the charges be where you would say, ah, I'm not going to see her? Well, um, I guess I would. Yeah. I mean, it depends. But and and like the charges that I would like if she had some kind of restraining order against her. Yeah. That's not ideal. Just that's hedging, hedging your bets for the future. Yeah. Um, But, you know, I, I don't know. Like, it's such a hard thing to envision, like what she could have and would have done. I'm pretty turned off by women who shoplift ah i find shoplifting to be really really gross Mm -hmm. i think it's a thing and a lot i remember in high school finding out that a lot more women did it than i thought yeah we actually we have an email about this 
stealing like earrings from you know shitty store at the mall yeah wasn't yeah. it was just cheap stuff totally and i remember hearing them they would tell friends of mine would tell me about they're it they're reckless and i would say like well why are you doing it and they were like well because we, we can because because they can afford it right they were like i don't know there's something about the thrill of it right i was like jesus christ yeah yeah one of our we got we an email i'm, I'm not going to read it but we can summarize a girl was basically saying that like she never got caught but when she did get caught it was just in like her being so reckless she was driving to work and she didn't have socks. Mm. And she was like, I'm just going to go steal some socks. So she went to Kohl's, stole socks. And then in the parking lot, one of the people came out and grabbed her and brought her inside. And they're like, you're never allowed to come back here again. That was essentially what happened. But by the way, I thought that they weren't allowed to chase you into the parking lot. So I found that interesting. Why would they not be allowed? I don't to know. I, that's just parking. like one of those urban legends you hear. You're like, once you get out the door, like you're good. Like from kids that I know who like steal yeah. a bunch of shit. They're just like advised not to chase after people like to mm. call the police right. and have them deal with it and I a friend see. of my, actually one of my ex-girlfriends used to work at the coach store and she said that people would rip them off all the, all the time and that once they got out of the door you weren't supposed to chase them. she told me that so also another thing she this girl told me was that one time she robbed liquor from a store twice in the same day and the second time in that day she got caught and the same thing they're just like never come back yeah yet. i would never date that girl and i wonder if <laughs> too stupid <laughs> i wonder if, if being a teenage girl there's something about that too that lowers the stakes of stealing because like you're a teenage girl and they're just going to tell you to go home and never come back. Sure. It may be a phase. It may be something that they grow out of. Yeah. If a girl that I'm going on a date with has something on her record that from, you know, stealing something when she was 16, mm -hmm. that's a lot different from if totally. it was when she was 28. Totally. Um, but even so, I would be more likely to, and I know this sounds self-centered or whatever but like forgive or look past a girl that had like one dui right then i would be if totally from a girl who had stolen uh stolen stuff and gotten in big trouble for it interesting and i'm talking later in life at a point when you know, should know better right, right, right because stealing is a a sickness to some people kleptomania mm -hmm. right right who's that winona Ryder was famous for being this mm -hmm. way um some people can't help themselves right it's like an addiction like a, a syndrome uh -huh. and it, i would not want to deal with dating somebody who you know i'm opening up the fucking mudroom closet one day right. and i see a whole bunch of paper towels with the price tag still on them right and dude that's the thing it's like you know you're stealing shit and you don't like the worst case scenario is not good no you know what i mean and like you don't know like you don't know like you just there's so many things you don't know so like right. to be putting yourself at risk like that is not a good sign right <laughs> you know what i mean right if um if the woman had assault charges that would be troubling for me uh, right, but then what if she was like, you know, like he just kept. She was talking about a boyfriend who used to beat her ass. Well, then yeah, sure, right. That's that's a. I'm willing that that's a nightmare. Good explanation. But I was it. thinking like a woman that had assault charges of another woman. Oh, okay. Oh, it's like straight up beat the shit out of a girl. I'd be like, I don't think I can handle you. <laughs> <laughs> You're. Right. I play the piano. Like you got the wrong guy here. Right. You, you know bring her mean? around to a comedy show and you just have to worry that she's like fucking starting fights yeah. with anybody who looks at you ripping their weave out. I don't like girls. Now I'm just listing fucking issues that turn me off. But uh, I, I don't really like it when girls black out drinking. 
Now, is that because there was an age where that was very common? Sure. And is that something that you've sort of like it's your now, own age now? Now yeah. in my life, if if and I hate to I hate to say it, my girlfriend when we first started dating, you know, she had only been single for a handful of months mm-hmm. and had come from a a relationship, so I think she was kind of wilding it out and mm-hmm. having fun, enjoying herself. And uh, she's just one of those people who's very susceptible to blackouts, mm-hmm. um, and so. <laughs> I think the the second time we hung out, she blacked out. We were went to a party, and we were at it. When then we went to a nightclub, and I was like, "All right, yeah, no problem." And then it happened like probably four more times. Mm. And after the fifth time, I sat her down and I was like, "Listen, it is not fun for me to be with you when you're not conscious. Wow, when you are not uh, aware of what's happening. You know, I'm looking after you, uh-huh. and." We're at a point in our relationship where it's like we're not at the through in, you know through sickness and in health point. Yet. Right, 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 right. So if this is going <laughs> to be a pattern, uh, unfortunately, like I, I don't, I don't want to deal with it. I was very honest with her, and maybe people will say like, "Well, that's you know that's really narrow minded and it's not supportive," but she stopped blacking out because of that conversation. Yeah, it's great. And started started to like, and now you know, since that we've been dating for two years. That was probably at the first end of the first month or two of us hanging out. Uh, in the whatever twenty months since, she's blacked out maybe once or twice, mm-hmm. and it's fine. Right, I get that it happens. You know, totally. go out drinking on an empty stomach. But I do remember one time, she went to a, like a work drinks event. I get a phone call. It's her on the line and she's i can hear that she's blacked out mm-hmm. and i had to like give her street directions i had to call her an uber to where she was and she couldn't even figure out where the streets were i was like look up to the sign you know and i had to get her home and it's scary yeah yeah, yeah it yeah. is scary if someone you love is out there in the world who is not awake who's not themselves yeah and and, uh, and you're well, not you're right. there to like take care of them totally um and so you know that is something that, and believe me, there are things that she's had to cure me of. Well, of course. And she could come on the podcast and say, well, like for every that thing, you've got 10 things I've had to deal with. But uh, that is something that I, I don't like. Personal improvement. I agree. Dude, I remember in high school, my girlfriend got really fucked up one night. She was like, like throwing up, like whatever. And dude, this is, I, we had a bottle of alcohol and I remember being in the parking lot with her and I think she was throwing out and I grabbed the bottle of liquor. And I said, fuck this poison. <laughs> and I threw it and it smashed. Dude, the most melodramatic moment. <laughs> fuck this poison. So, such an overreaction. It's such a parental, I think teetotaler is the word. It's, I never know. Is teetotaler like somebody who drinks a lot or someone doesn't drink at all? I've never heard that term. Teetotaler is teetotaler. an old term. Dude, it's funny. I've I've had like interventions before, but for like have you? No, no, not intervention. You'll you'll see where I'm going with this. Okay. Um, like people kind of confronting me about what they thought were my bad habits, mm. but like there were such minor things that it was like so funny that it became like a formal co- conversation. Like I, when I was in in college, my buddy Hans and I would just play a bunch of video games mm-hmm. and just like eat snacks and play video games. So we found that very fun. Hans's roommate was Barrett, who was actually my doubles partner best player on our team and a good guy and a good friend, but in a completely different way. I wouldn't chill with him. I'd like go out with him. But Hans and I would be chilling. 
One day he comes in the room and Barrett he's like, or Han? Barrett. Hans and I are playing topspin in the tennis video game. Yep. And Barrett comes in and he goes, can you guys pause that? This is how we talk. So we like pause. We're like, what's up? He's like, and he would always start every sentence by saying kid. So yeah. he would go, kid, all you guys do is play video games and eat chips. You guys are losers. <laughs> he's like, what are you doing with your life, dude? And like Hans and I were like, oh, fuck, dude. Like, what? Is this that bad of a thing? Did like, you? Is that how you reacted, or were you defensive? Uh, he you was, imme- you were immediately processing and introspective about what he'd said. Sort of, but we kind of like looked at each other and we're like, we like like doing this, man. <laughs> I mean, that's a pretty grown up response. I would have been like, "Fuck you, Barrett." What kind of name is Barrett? You know, that's what I would have said. That's. Fuck you, Barrett. Yeah, get the dude, fuck out great, of my dude. face. We're normal. What are you, you know? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> Playing video games and eating chips, dude. Yeah. You ever play video games? I wasn't a, I wasn't a big video game guy. I, it, and I'm very glad that I missed that. Now, let me ask you this. Is it because the same reason why you, like, limit your screen time? Is it because, like, you're like, this is waste of time? No, no. I always found them fun. I just found that... Uh, they couldn't grab my attention for long periods of time. Mm-hmm. And then I would just go weeks without playing them. And all of a sudden the campaign that you were, you know, on in your halo or whatever, I'd forget what had happened and <laughs> you didn't give a care. Shit yeah. yeah. I mean, it, they had their place. It was always fun to play sports games with friends and sleepovers, but I just, I just kind of grew out of it. You That's know? good. Dude. Like I have a puzzle game on my phone, like some bullshit, stupid game. And like, I was kind of wasting a lot of time playing it. And this goes back to our conversation about like you, you kind of being disgusted at my admission of how I sit in, in bed in the morning on the yeah. phone. So I kind of started thinking more about that. And I was like, fuck, he's right. Like I just kind of like waste time that I could be doing other things. So I've deleted the game from my phone. Good for you. And it's partially from your influence. I would say mostly, but, but this is, this is the thing, right? Knowing yourself, by removing those uh, tantalizing things in your life, mm-hmm. I'm the same way, right? If they're there, I'm going to play them. I'm going to eat them. The I'm game gonna... was designed for that. It yeah. was designed to hook you. I downloaded the chess app at the beginning right? of quarantine, and I was playing so much chess on my phone that I was like, I would brush my teeth and go hide in a bedroom You're and playing. play. Right. And then my girlfriend. I would play like three games and my girlfriend would be in bed with the lights off by the time I came in and I'd wake her up. And we were like getting into bed at the same time, if not for me playing chess. And she was like, this is getting kind of annoying. And I deleted it and I haven't played it since because I don't have self-control. I, uh, yes, I feel you. I, I, no one does. I can't be moderate about it. And you, but you have self-control because you stopped playing. Fair. But you had to stop. I cut it. I knew it was cut this it problem. Out. I cut it out of my life. Right. Sweets. Have I told you that I've stopped eating? Yeah. Sweets. It's great. I'm impressed. That would. You know how much of a problem that was for me. I know. I know. Now it's not a problem because you, you know you look at yourself and you're like, well, I'm not overweight, so these can't really be hurting me. And yet, to so what's the point of cutting it out, right? Totally. And the point is, I want to live longer, and sugar rots you from the inside out. And so I had never been able to stop eating sweets. Mm-hmm. And it's been three odd weeks and I have been, you know, I've had like a dessert here and there, but it none of the crazy over the top, 
regretful binges that right. I used to go on all the time. And dude, eating sweets just make your mind not work as well if you do it too much, I find. Does that I don't maybe you don't agree with that. But like if I'm eating dessert regularly, I am a step slower mentally. I won't do it during the day because then I'll have the sugar crash and I'll get tired. Interesting. So it would always be a late night. And I think thing. that but that uh kind of lends itself to what right. i mean as far as like the demise of the brain but that's great man it's great that you're not hitting those yeah we'll see we'll see how it you know if it really affects me one way or another well because what happens to me man it really is a, a habitual thing when it comes to sweets unfortunately with any unhealthy food mm-hmm. where it's like i on sunday night was like i really want momofuku milk bar i'm mm-hmm. gonna go get like the cereal milk ice cream it's delicious wow, wow. i ate a really small container of it and i've been craving sweets ever since and before that day, I was not craving them at all. Break the seal. Or it's a like bummer. Yeah. yeah. So it's the same thing. Like if I have one bite of something shitty, that's why like cheat day is hard for me because I'll fucking eat a bunch of French fries and then I want French fries every day for yep. 30 days. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. So it's like, you got to kind of pick your battles, I guess. I agree. Yeah. You know? So. Damn. Where, well, where, where are we at? We're at thir- like 35? We're in good shape. Okay, yeah. great. Let's wrap it. Cool. Uh, anything else, Francis? Make sure you cut that. Yeah. Cut this, Chris. Well, this All right. <laughs> hey, no fun uh, fun week of Oops the Podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. We're having a blast. We're back at the studio uh, for now. And uh, please send any thoughts or concerns or stories to oopsthepodcast at gmail.com. Follow our YouTube channel. We yes. post a lot of clips and full episodes there. Um, and follow our Instagram. Follow me, Francis C.C. Ellis. Follow him, not Julio with a J. Follow Chris. Chris dot MP four for uh, the weight loss uh, stuff that we're working on here. It's a great initiative. People feeling good, feeling healthy. Um, happy summer, people. We're coming to the end, and uh, we'll see you soon.